0: Hello and welcome to Artsman and Bytes. My name is Imogen Waite and I'm the executive producer of the show. I spoke with Logan, the co-creator of Scattered, a queer Melbourne-based TikTok series which follows three friends the day after their friend Will's funeral trying to relocate the ashes.
1: Uh, my name is Logan Muker and I'm the, one of the co-writers, the director and also the editor of Scattered.
0: Can you tell us what Scattered is about?
1: Um, so Scattered is about three friends who are just kind of mourning the loss of someone close to them. Um, and so they go to the funeral and in their grief, they steal the ashes and take it for one last night out to celebrate their friend. Um, but somewhere in the, uh, along the course of the night, they've lost the, the urn, which their friends kind of contained in. And they have to retrace their steps the next day to try and find it before um, their friend is due to be scattered.
0: <laughs> How would the idea for the series come about?
1: Um, the idea, I don't know, one of, Kate Derrigan, the co-creator and I, we kind of have a bit of, a uh, well, a bit of a fast fascination is a weird way to say it, but like a bit of a interest in grief and death, I suppose. We probably got a lot of unresolved, uh, feelings about, um, people that we've lost. And so for us, this was a, a way to kind of, um, explore loss for us, um, and, we're also very interested in telling queer stories, and so what we thought was interesting was trying to tell the story of like lost through a distinctly young and queer perspective. Um, it happened all very organically. We kind of came up with the idea very, very quickly one day, and it just, um, it just kind of wrote itself almost. Yeah, it's just one of those organic things that just kind of it's one those magical times that it just kind of happened. Um, there was no, I don't know, no great research periods, no nothing. It just, it just happened. Yeah. <laughs>
0: So the series is 38 one minute episodes shared across TikTok. How did you decide to tell the story through this medium? Or why did you decide to tell the story through TikTok?
1: Well, we originally were pitching um, the idea for, show Australia was running an initiative with Snapchat. They have a, these Snapchat originals, which are um, a short kind of episodes that they run on Snapchat. And we were close, but we were unsuccessful with that one. Um, but our producers had previously had success with a series called Love Songs on TikTok. And they just thought, and they suggested that we adapted the idea for TikTok. Um, and yeah, that was it. Before that, our producers were very familiar with TikTok. I hadn't really used it before. Um, so it was just, yeah, it was just an interesting way to try and reach, I suppose, our target demographic, which is young, which is queer. Um, and for me, I'm always interested in trying new formats. So yeah, it was a really exciting adventure.
0: Well, what I really like about the show is that it has this high production quality. That you don't really see across TikTok, because um, every lots of TikToks are kind of like homemade. Um,
1: yeah, all yeah. in shot on your phone, and yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it's like this really glossy, high production TV show, but then also you have cuts in between. Um, and what I mean by that is like sometimes you see the actors' faces, or you see behind the scenes mm. of the show for TikTok too. And I think that's a really interesting dynamic. That's so like high glossy, but then you also have the kind of like more traditional TikToks.
1: Yeah, as well. yeah, yeah. We were using those, like obviously the whole show, we kind of decided to do high production values uh, because we could have either have gone in two directions. We could have either done something that kind of was more that kind of fit that medium more, I suppose, you know, that would kind of use that more uh, handheld kind of look um, that kind of, I suppose, spoke to the other stuff that content that was on there. Um, but we were kind of interested in doing something different and trying to bring high production values to TikTok. Um, and the producers are also kind of been doing a bit of. We had a behind the scenes uh, videographer, and they've been a producer, been working with an editor. So those are all new things that I kind of see along the way. Or there's a little behind the scenes video, and they've been engaging the crew, uh, sorry, the cast as well, to kind of do little videos as well. So those are kind of like little promos, uh, you know, scattered throughout the whole um, the release as well. So I think we're kind of using. We're trying to bring high production values, but at the same time, we're kind of using other bits of media to try and get, you know, grab people more based on stuff they're accustomed to as well.
0: Yeah, exactly. So, what are the what are the logistics of creating a one minute episode? As in, like the writing process of it?
1: Well, it's a bit of it was, I suppose, quite hard for the other two writers um, writing stuff that's self-contained to one minute because it's, it's quite a challenge because you obviously got a long story that you want to tell over thirty-eight episodes, but every episode. As best as we could, you know, have to try and start with something that engages people in the first, you know, couple of seconds, um, and then tells a self-contained story in a minute, and then has a little hook for the next episode. Um, but I kind of come from a, I've worked in advertising quite a bit as well, so I've written a lot of TV ads which are all like thirty seconds, sixty seconds long, and so for me trying to fit, um, I think I was probably a lot more accustomed to trying to squash as much kind of content and story into into a short amount of time. So that was kind of useful um, to bring those skills, but yeah, it was very difficult um, trying to fit a self-contained little idea or story within a minute. It was a bit of a challenge. Yeah,
0: <laughs> I found it so interesting because you have the kind of like opening, and and then it shows the it's episode fourteen or something, and then you have yeah. the rest of the episode and the hook. And when you're watching it, you honestly don't feel like it's been only a minute. <laughs>
1: uh, yeah, and no, it's um, some of them. I feel. For me now, watching them back through in the platform seems to go so fast. Like it's just so quick. It's so quick. Um, but yeah, yeah, I know we've had a lot of people kind of saying that it is they do feel a lot longer than they actually are uh, in a good way, you know, that they do because we cram so much story into such a short amount of time, which is really fun as well, because you have to keep a lot of plot, And you have to keep the story moving, especially in a platform like TikTok, where, you know, uh you have a younger audience are so used to just kind of swiping through content and just digesting stuff so quickly. You have to try and keep up with that pacing, you know which we've kind of, I feel we've done to varying successes. It's cause some points you do need to slow the story down. Yeah. You can't get away, especially toward, you know, coming out um, towards these later episodes as well, without giving anything away. It's like you do kind of with some of the more emotional moments, you can't rush those. Yeah. It just felt like a bit of a crime to try and over, you know, speed up those kind of more heartfelt and hard hitting moments too much.
0: Yeah. That's also interesting how, yeah, as you mentioned, TikTok is, is quite fast moving, and, but the story itself needs to slow down at some points. It's quite a contradiction.
1: It is. It is a big contradiction. It's just because um, with the plot, you know, these these three friends racing to kind of try and find their urn and that kind of stuff feels, naturally kind of feels very fast-paced and rapid. At the same time, you have this um, part of the story. that's obviously about their friends grieving the loss of their friends and it just, you can't rush those moments. And I think... You know, you kind of have to have those peaks and troughs. You have to have those moments where you kind stop and slow down and kind of go to kind of hit back any of those main themes of the story. You can't rush those things. Um, and I think our audience has been very receptive to those moments that we've kind of sprinkled throughout as well.
0: Yeah, that was my next question. Um, what has audience reaction been like to the show?
1: Yeah, really good. Yeah, surprisingly really good because, like I said, I was kind of new to TikTok before, you know, I got really into it when we were writing it during lockdown last year. Um, And our producers, when we first started releasing trailers and the episodes, they were um, really surprised. But kind of told us how surprised they were because a lot of TikTok can be quite polarizing. It's probably one way to put it. You have a lot of uh, comments and everybody kind of, you know, fighting, saying one thing or another or they're not, audiences on TikTok aren't very uh, shy with what what they're thinking and feeling. Um, So if they don't like something, they'll let you know. But we've just had an overwhelmingly like positive response to it. Maybe it's because our producers kind of think maybe it's because we kind of hit that nice part of queer TikTok. We kind of hit our audience, and so they're very lovely <laughs> and very um, supportive of the show. But it's it's just been overwhelmingly um, really lovely to kind of sit there and like look all the comments and kind of get that feedback uh, straight away, which you don't have with any other medium or platform um, to have that kind of direct feedback, that direct engagement. Um, and it's just been yeah, it's just been overwhelmingly positive, which has been really nice.
0: Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, right. Like, this is totally different to traditional TV shows where you get that direct feedback.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. It's like you, put, you make a film, you, you put it in, you know, you go to a film festival circuit and you're lucky if you get, if a couple of film festivals you're able to make it, you can sit there and watch the audience in the cinema, and, you know, maybe try and talk to them a couple of them afterwards. Um, you know, I've had shows on ABC and, you know, ABC iView and stuff like that, but you don't know, you don't know what people think or how long they're watching or all these kind of things. But on TikTok, you have all that information at your hands. Um, and it's such a responsive platform. It's just, it's, it was a bit of a, a bit addictive at the start, you know, when releasing trailers, like God, is this going to work? Um, and you're seeing, you can just sit there you're refreshing each kind of video and looking at the comments and stuff and seeing how it's going. So it was a bit addictive at first. I mean, I probably, you know, spent a bit too much time you know, trying to refresh and getting all that live feedback. But um, after a while you can just like let it go and not look at it so much. But it is, yeah, the responsive nature of it was just one of the most exciting things about working um, for the platform.
0: What has it been like working with Screen Vic and Film Victoria to produce this TikTok series?
1: Um, screen Australia and Film Victoria have been absolutely lovely. Screen Australia uh, were very supportive of the project from the get go. It's just, I said, with the writing when we kind of came up with the idea how quickly and organically it kind of happens, um, you know, you're kind of used to kind of doing, pushing ideas for, for years and stuff, trying to get them up. Um, but this, it just, it's screen, screen Australia just jumps on it straight away and, um, they were very, very supportive of it. They were very, you know, especially very interested in trying new platforms and making sure they're kind of keeping relevant and up to date. Um, and then FilmVic came on afterwards Who've been great supporters of my work in the past. And so they were just keen to jump on board as well. But they're all, they're all loving it. Um, they've both uh, since started their own TikToks, uh, TikTok accounts, which is cute. Um, so we could help them kind of navigate into that world. But they've just been overwhelmingly supportive and encouraging of the whole project which is they just it's yeah, been a lovely experience working with them.
0: That's awesome. So the series is based and filmed in Melbourne. What has been one of your favorite filming locations?
1: Oh um, this wasn't meant to be that way but I, I live in Northside and just happened that a lot of locations we filmed in the Northside and close to home so that was very convenient which is great you know yeah you know, when you have those 5 a.m. starts it was nice Um, you didn't have to get up any earlier than you had to, uh, favorite location though. Oh, we filmed at this kebab place, which I loved in, um, in North Fitzroy, which is just, you know, I I just love kebab places. I don't know why it's something about, you know, they're always outside uh, car washes and these fluoro lights in the middle of nowhere. I love that spot, but I think, um, the beach probably for me was the most, the best location. We managed to find this beautiful beach um halfway down to, to frankston and i don't know it was just beautiful with the sunset it's just it's just one of those locations that we needed to have a little peer for the story which kind of related to the main character and where they uh wanted to be scattered and we just found this cute little beach um that i'd never known seen before and i think it was named entone and when the we were just so lucky with the weather as well like it all we had one day um you know these these big moments where the big moment the big finale i am not saying, but it was, it's on the beach and the weather just like was absolutely spectacular you know the, the sun that was raining all day the sun then the sun broke through the clouds um at the right at the right time it was just um someone was looking after us for that one but <laughs> but the beach it was just beautiful apart from one very early morning start and then one very late finish one day um yeah definitely have to say the beach is my favorite
0: awesome where is the I got mini-golf? very sunburned as
1: well, though. It was just like, <laughs> I, wasn't happy. I tried everything not to get sunburned. That was any downsides from working on a beach all day.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, where is the mini golf course? Because that place looks really cute.
1: Oh, the mini golf course. That's a good question. It was, out, um, it was out in the eastern suburbs. Oh, you have to forgive me because we, went, we, we literally went to about 10, 11 different lo- locations over the space of 10 days. Um, but it was out in the eastern suburbs. I just keep thinking of the fake name we gave it, Hole in Fun, but it was it was out in the eastern suburbs. I'll have to find it for you. I'll send you a link if I find it. Okay, cool. <laughs> but yeah, it was one of those. I kind of grew up. So I grew up in Frankston, and I, you know, I think that that location came from a lot of childhood memories going down the peninsula and going to these little midi golf places in the middle of nowhere. Um, you know, going there with my family. You know, as a kind of ritual with my family, which is really cute. My grandmother and stuff. Um, so we managed to find one that was closer to the city, but still, you know, it's one of those ones that's just off a freeway in the middle of nowhere. And then it's just, it's just this amazing mini golf course in the middle of nowhere, um, which was awesome. I just I love mini golf.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. I love it too. I love it, Netflix. Like there's less and less of them. <laughs> I
1: know, I know there's less and less of them. It's like it's a great sport. You just you just have to be good at something to have fun.
0: <laughs> As you mentioned, you visited 10 different locations in 10 days. Um was filming was this like filming like additional TV shows and the way it was edited was different or was, the, or was the entire process different from filming a television you were releasing the ABC? It
1: was, I suppose it was the, the same process, probably a lot more jam packed because you probably have a lot more time on, um, you know, if you're trying to do in a series, you probably spend a lot more time in one location you do a lot more things. You kind of set up your lighting and do, you know, do a lot more stuff there and get a lot more material out for you set um, out of your setups. But because we had so many spots, you know, it was quite fast paced. You can of going somewhere like when you go filming five episodes or, you know, eight episodes in a, in a night, and then you going to two locations in one day. So it was a lot more fast paced than you would probably have of a traditional TV show. Um, so, you know, all the crew and cast were amazing at being able to kind of adapt and kind of get these locations set up really quickly. And the crew, the cast were just absolutely, you know, they were so spectacular. Just being able to kind of jump into something, um, and being able to adapt and kind of get, they've got very, they adapted very quickly to that kind of quick schedule um, and never missed a beat. So it was a lot more fast paced than you probably have, but we probably, we still had a decent sized crew. Um, so we kind of, I suppose the production aspects of it, we had the same kind of people involved, but it just was a lot more fast paced. Um, and again, you know, kind of working in advertising, you kind of used to shooting a lot in the day. So I think that's kind of, you know, and I can kind of do documentaries as well, which is, you're just shooting and shooting and shooting so I was quite I like that fast pace um but it was a lot you know our poor crew we kind of put them through hell um <laughs> and I know I feel very bad for them so this you know the, the, how much they had to do in such a shorter space of time but they put it up pulled it off absolutely beautifully
0: absolutely where can we find more information about Scattered and follow you guys on social media
1: that is a good question. So if you just go into TikTok and you type in Scattered Series um, is, our, is our handle. Um, otherwise, you can also go to a web browser and do it. go to TikTok.com, which you know, I've been telling people to do who don't have the app, or I'm scared or will probably get a headache if they use the app. Um, and we're also on Instagram. If you look on Instagram, and go to Scattered Series, we're there as well.
0: Awesome. Thank you so much. Well, thank you so much for being on the show today. And best of luck with the other episodes that are coming out. I look forward to seeing them on my feed.
1: Thank you so much. It was a really joy today.
0: <laughs> Thank you for listening. A new episode is released mostly every week. So make sure to subscribe and why not leave us a review while you're at it. You can also say hello to us on Instagram at and Sin.